Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your, for your goodness. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you, Jesus, for how you have kept us, for how you have, you know, for the previous meetings of life class. Lord, we thank you. We do not take it for granted. We thank you for how you have used it to, to raise us. You know, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. We thank you for today's life class. Thank you for all the wondrous things that you are going to do. Thank you for doctrine that is going to come out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that which you are set to do. Lord, I, I give myself to you this evening. I ask that you use me, just as use me to speak from the heart, you know, from the heart of the writer, as you have laid it bare in the testimony and the testament, Lord, I ask, oh God, that you would help me, that I will be able to pick at the heart of our parents, and Lord, you would help me, oh God, to be able to speak right words. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Pastor, sir. I greet you. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, I don't even know how to start. I, I want to welcome us back to life class. And I, I want to believe that some of us have been looking forward to this, especially me. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor Jeff, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Bukumi. Thank you, Pastor Femi. Um, thank everyone for joining. Yeah. People should greet me too now. Eh? Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Bless you. Okay, so we'll just go straight into today's uh, in today's live class meeting. Life class meeting is always a blessing. Like uh, the, these are elementary principles of the doctrine of Christ. So when we come to life class, we should be ready to learn you know, basics. You know, basics in the building of our faith. Or yeah, in the building of our faith. So it's just so today we'll be looking at baptism of the Holy Holy Ghost. And um, the last time we looked at the baptism, sorry, the doctrine of baptisms and today. So we'll go into the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But before we go to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I'll just like someone to probably do a recap for us, you know, you know, a recap from the last meeting, what you what you learned. If you cannot tell us what you it's not like you should like Tell us everything. Just tell us what blessed you, what you learned, what what was tangible for you. And you were able to hold on to that would help you in your journey as a believer. Just one person because of my time. Just one person. Any volunteer? Anyone can volunteer for us, please? is a classroom. And don't forget, I can call names like 
Okay, so maybe I should just call someone. Okay. Okay. Yet. Okay. I'd like to call Sister F.A. You are popping up on my list. That's why I called you. So. I'm so sorry. I can't talk right um because I'm outside. I'm sorry, No, 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 no worries. Okay, so there's another FA anyways. Maybe I should just move from FA to FA. Another FA. Sorry, sir. I was not there at the last meeting. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Maybe I should just call Brother Emmanuel. Is E tonight? Boy, Manu, can you help us? Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Just a quick one. The doctrine of baptism. Uh, I think I remember I was talking about baptism as a... How I put it? Generally, I saw it both as a foundation and also just something to carry on for the rest. It's almost like what our journey is, because you explained it as oh, like, like being baptized, it's almost like being dipped inside. It's like being immersed fully inside, you know, so you can see it in every part of, you know, the different words that, you know, the Holy Spirit is bringing to us, that in everything, he what he wants to do is immerse us fully and fully you know there's a depth that that was speaking about that you're talking about that that immersion is the immersion into both the death and the life of uh you know the life that comes after the death so in general we could just see that baptism is is basically our journey you know in everything we're doing that you we are constantly being immersed in, you know, in the words, in the Holy Ghost, in, you know, the song, you said being baptized, teaching, that baptism is actually a teaching that one, even when John was baptizing, he wasn't just baptizing, you know, by the water, that there was a lot of teaching, and that teaching was centered on repentance. And after doing that, that there's a physical, baptism that just you know it's almost like the how i say it, it's almost like after that repentance has been done it's almost like a public show to you know that work that has been done but generally one thing that we took or i took personally is that it's almost like what the work of the holy ghost is in every in every season that he's taking us into is to fully immerse us into the word and um yeah and generally come out you know with the life i'll just use that as it awesome awesome yeah you did justice thank you so much sir i'm grateful uh, i saw betsy raise up her hand so betsy you want to say something um, yes, uh, I, I believe Emmanuel pretty much covered a chunk of um, what I wanted to say, but I would add one more thing that really blessed me. Um, so, um, one thing I got from me was that um, baptism is immersion, and 
Um, but it's not just that one thing that happens when you, you know, get dipped in water or immersed in water. It's a progression and it's, it's, it's something that happens all through the course of our salvation journey. Um, just give a little bit of an example. Um, in the course of our salvation journey, there's, you know, the milk of the word, there's Christ and coming to um, a lasting life. So in, in going through that progression of that walk, there are many doors and there are many entrances into like, like Emmanuel said, like immersion into the world. Um, so it's, it's a thing where we have to see that it's constantly happening, where we have to constantly be immersed into the different, um, I guess, walls, huh. salvation journey. Yeah. That's- Thank you so much, Betsy. Thank you. Thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you, Betsy. Um, very grateful. So um, that's just it. So in case we really want to probably learn more about baptism, doctrine of baptism, you can go back to the messages and then you can speak to Betsy or speak to Emmanuel and, you know, they'll just help you, you know, here, here and there. You know, thank you so much, Betsy and Emmanuel. I'm grateful. So today we'll look at baptism of the Holy Ghost. So the brooding thoughts are, who is the Holy Ghost? Who, well, what about the dual experience that one has with the Holy Ghost? You know, what is the reason speaking in tongues is an evidence of the infilling of the Holy Ghost? What are the hindrances to the baptism of the Holy Ghost? How does one get healed? with the Holy Ghost. Getting filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with tongues. That is, if you have not been filled, that is if you have not been filled. So I believe every one of us here is filled with the Holy Ghost, right? Please, um, I'm not trying to, I just want to be sure that we are all filled. I'm very sure, I can say I'm like 99% sure that every one of us is filled with the Holy Ghost. But in case there is none that is not filled with the Holy Ghost, let me just see your hands. Like, just raise your hand. Like, you are, you are not filled with the Holy Ghost. Is there anyone here? Okay, so we have someone here that is not filled with the Holy Ghost, and that is silver. So silver, by God's grace, after the end of this meeting, or by the end of this meeting, you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. And we can also take note of this, like any of your brethren can fill you with the Holy Ghost. But we'll do a teaching on it. I want you to listen attentively and open up your hearts and get ready to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so... um, I would like someone to read for me Acts 1, 5 to 8, and then someone else to open to Acts 2, verse 1 and 2. Like I said, this is a class, so we just do um, we just do it interactively. So Acts 1, verse 5 to 8, and read. 
Compare the read from inputs to make it quick. Act one. Oh, good evening. Okay. I'll read. Wesley, thank you, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Acts 1, 5 to 8. says, um, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. The earth. Thank you, sir. So up to one, two, two. Let's just say up to one, two, two, three. Or let's say up to one, to four. Someone should read one, to four for me. You can still read it, Wesley. Okay. Um, Acts chapter two, verse one to four. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay, so they began to speak with other tongues. So they, this place is, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, so, so the culmination of Pentecost was the giving of the Holy Ghost, right? So the Bible says the culmination of the Pentecost, the Bible says by the by the fullness of Pentecost, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, like it was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. So, and the Bible says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So this was the promise of, of God to mankind. And, uh, you know, and this happened when the day of Pentecost was fully come. I want you to read for me, Joel 2. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. So Joel chapter two. Yes. Um I think it's nineteen. Sorry, where's that? I think it's eighteen. Sorry. Eighteen? Twenty-eight? Twenty eight, yes. Twenty-eight, okay. So Joel chapter two, verse twenty-eight. Um where should I go up to, sir? Just read here. 
till 2029, 20, 28. Okay. okay, George chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out of I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Spirit. So God has already, there was a promise of these spirits being given in the Old Testament from the prophet Joel. So he already told us that you know, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. So it means that all flesh is qualified for the pouring of the spirit. Everybody can partake of the of the Holy Ghost, you know, so all flesh. But there is a there is a way to qualify men to the receiving of the Holy Ghost, right? So uh, let's go to who is the Holy Ghost, you know. So the Holy Ghost is the third person of the Godhead who oversees the work of redemption in the church. So I'll repeat that again. Is the is a person is a third person of the Godhead who oversees the work of redemption in the church. So what is the work of the Holy Ghost? He oversees the work of redeeming us to God in the church. That's his work. So he is a gift of God to believers, God's children, that's God's children, given to represent Christ. Act exactly like Christ, as well as carry out activity with Christ. Activities which Christ, sorry, would carry out among believers, if physically or spiritually present. He is God the Spirit, having all characteristics of the Godhead, that is eternal, invincible, immortal, omnipotent, oh, oh, sorry, omnipresent, even omnipotent. So Holy Ghost is eternal, is invincible, is immortal, and is omnipresent, and so on and so forth. All that God bears, all the name God bears, Holy Spirit has it. Holy Ghost has that nature or the exact thing that is in God. Besides, he's the Spirit of God. That is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. I like that. I like that. Um, let's see John 17. Sorry, John 14. Wesley is like, he's you that want to follow me this evening. So we go together. <laughs> John chapter 14 from verse 16 and 17. Okay. John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. In you. you see, I like the scripture of God. Like, I, 
I love it. So let's see the scripture very well. So I will pray the Father. So we all know that if you have been following meetings, you will know that what qualified Jesus from praying the Father was his obedience or was, was what Jesus went through, right? After he resurrected, he had what it takes to talk with the Father to give Holy Ghost. And the reason why he was able to tell the Father to give Holy Ghost is because of what Holy Ghost was able to achieve in the flesh, using him as an example. So Holy Ghost was able to achieve God in flesh. You know, it took Jesus through all the curriculum of God, all the curriculum of redemption back to God. You know, Jesus came down from God. The same way Adam, first Adam came from God, you know, and then Jesus also came from God. Do you understand that? And then returned back to God. You know, so this is the earth is the earth is the is the ground for raising God. That's what earth is for. Earth is, is a ground. That's the that's the place where God should be harvested. But the person that does that work of you know uh, allowing the seed of God to grow to the to the fullest, you know, to the fullest is Holy Ghost. That's why Holy Ghost is very vital. Holy Ghost, you cannot but have Holy Ghost as a believer. You will not journey well if there is no Holy Spirit. Besides, it's called Holy Spirit. It means that there are other spirits that are unholy. Mm. It means that there are ghosts that are dirty, right? Or, I don't know, another word for unholy can also be unclean. You get so, or not pure. You know, although if you listen to messages, you find out that all of those things are also categorized spiritually, unclean, pure, or clean, pure. And then crystal. There is another one that Daddy was teaching of recently. I was talking about crystal. So that is eternal life, but let's not go there. But I'm just trying to say all of those things to buttress what I'm saying. That is Holy Ghost that can take us through into all of those realms. So when they say Holy Spirit, it means that that spirit is holy. And I like this word. It says, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Meaning Jesus was a comforter that is limited in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Jesus was very, very limited in the flesh. Imagine Jesus was in the flesh, living in Capernaum, and we were in Canada, and he never mm -hmm. went back. He never went back to God. You mm -hmm. understand? It, will be, it means that all of us have to go to that mountain you understand? He has already said it in John 4. He said, neither on this mountain or on that mountain shall anyone worship God anymore. But those, the true worshiper, worship him in spirit and in truth. Although as at that time, Holy Ghost had not yet come. But he was already saying it. He was already telling us that the true worshiper are about to emerge. They are about to arisen. I'm going to raise men that worship me truly. And I like that word. He said, I will give you another comforter. Now, this another comforter would have 
abide with you forever. I like the word abide with you forever. So it means that I, if I stay like this, I will not be able to abide with you forever. Or it will be hard for me to reach everyone and stay with them. Mm. Right? So chapter 17 now says, even the spirit of truth. I like it, you know, like they heaved it again. You know, they call it Holy Spirit. And then it says spirit of truth. It means that every other thing that is not from that spirit is a lie. Mm. So it's only that spirit that has what is called truth, that knows truth, that can give truth, that can show truth, can make us walk in truth, can lead us in the truth, can move us in truth. Let me use another word. Can do, can do truth, can make us to do truth, mm. and that can make us true. Let me use our daddy's word, the true God, the only true God. You see, John, John 17 talked about that. He says, when he was talking about eternal life, he said, it's the, it's the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father, the true God, or the only true God. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, the only true God and Jesus Christ, mm. whom he had sent. I like that word, the only true God. So Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Everything called truth is in him, is, is him, is truth. That is the, and is the person, is the third person of, you know, God too is truth. Or God is true. We can also say God is true. is the true God. Yes. But the, so the person that takes us into that domain of truth is Holy Spirit. You cannot find that Spirit called God without the Holy Ghost. Mm. There is a, a spirit that is God. God is spirit. So you, so you need some kind of vehicle into that spirit called God. But you need many, many truths or baptism into truth. And it's only goes that came that does that work, you know. Yes, I just feel like exalting the person of the Holy Spirit, you know, that that person. Is, is vital. You know, can we just thank him this evening? Can we say only ghost we thank you? We thank okay. you for you know possessing us for for inhabiting us for coming. Thank you. Thank you. We just we just thank you. Ajabala parada. Jesus, we thank you for giving us only ghost. I want to thank Jesus for praying the Father. You know, for the giving of the Holy Ghost. You know, Jesus is, is, is a great is a great help for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for praying the Father for the giving of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, some of us have lost consciousness of that spirit, that Holy Spirit, you know, that consciousness of the Spirit, that Holy Spirit. You know, how many of us have seen this, uh, have read this book, Good Morning Holy Spirit, by Benny Hinn, as in, you know, the, 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 he spoke a lot about, yeah, that's awesome, you know, about that koinonia, communion with the Spirit. Thank you, Betty. As in koinonia with the Spirit, that koinonia, that communion, you know, and it is real. 
it is tangible. It is what we can experience and enjoy. You know, these days we use a lot of words because we are trying to be careful in a way as something told me. No, it's not something that told you. It's only spirit that told you. You know, there are words that only goes tell us that you know that this thing is not just me that taught it. It cannot be me. And that word is very sharp. You know, you just hear it's very sharp, hopped. You just know. You know, Holy Spirit is also in that realm too. He can lead you. He can help you. He can, he can deliver you from trouble. You can stand on, in, at, at the bus stop and a car might want to come and hit the pole where you are standing. And Holy Ghost will tell you, leave that place now. You just hear in your spirit, leave that place now. Me, I hear it a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to come back to it now again, like consciously just fellowship with, that, with the spirit. The Holy Spirit. You know, at times I'll just be, I can be in the room and then all the plates in the in the distance will be will be dirty. Maybe in my house will be dirty. And probably my wife has worked and she's tired. And I'll just hear my spirit, go and worship. At times I disobey it. And then later my wife will come and tell me that sweetheart, uh, help me wash that thing. And then I know already that Holy Spirit told me that thing already. I knew in my spirit that I was, I, I was supposed to go and help her. Now, I use that example because of a reason that it might look normal. It might look normal. It might look like something normal in the house. You understand? It might look normal to the point that hey, it's not supposed to be me that should do it now. Do you understand? Maybe you are even with your brethren. You are living in the same house. Or maybe there is just does being something is just, and does something is just telling you, take it. And then, like, ah, but it's somebody else's turn today now. Maybe we have a rooster. Do you understand that thing? And something is just telling you, do it, do it, take it off. <laughs> nothing might happen, but something has happened in the spirit. You know, mm. nothing might really happen physically to you. But you just disobey the, the third person <laughs> of the Godhead. As in that, imagine that somebody disobeyed uh, maybe Senate president. You, are, you know that kind of, I'm just using that as an example. We don't really give regard to our Senate presidents anymore, though in, maybe in Nigeria, where I came from. But, you know, you might not really give some regard. But the truth is that if that guy shows you his power in Nigeria, even if he tells you something, you don't give regard. All hell can break loose. You find out that EFCC is looking for you, ICPC is looking for you. They are just calling your name everywhere. Is on the news, you'll be wondering all because of what? Like, Wesley, does it make sense? Like, you just find out that everybody's calling you. Do, do you understand? Like, ah, say you should report because maybe he calls you and says he saw you with his daughter or his son and he doesn't want to see you with them again. And you say, maybe his son now told you that, uh, Wesley, don't answer my dad. He's not going to do anything. You two now feel like uh, nothing they happen. You know that kind of nothing they happen kind of thing. Uh, nothing will happen. And all of a sudden, you know, there is a surveillance upon you as they over you that was watching you and they still saw you with the boy. All of a sudden, you just heard the call. Like 40 calls jamming your phone at the same time. 
Oh, uh, by the time you now pick your phone, you now know the kind of trouble that you have get yourself into. You know that kind of a thing. And you are now yes. asking yourself, like me, that I'm just a gentle boy. Why did I have to? They say I should not follow this guy again. Why am I not following him now? He has put me into trouble. He can't even deliver me. The boy is just bragging. <laughs> you know, maybe by the time you now come out from your room, maybe you were just in a school together with the boy. You came out from your room and you just saw some FT guys with chests, big, big chests. Oh. And they are shaking the chest like this. You know how that chest normally move up and down. Bah, bah, bah. And you're looking at them from afar and say, God, where shall, what shall we do now? Shall we continue his thing? You want to grace me afar? It's just like, God forbid. <laughs> you know, that's, you can leave that school and not come for the next one year. Just because you, get, you just go on a look for the next one year. <laughs> Is because you just disobeyed the third man mm. in Nigeria. You understand? All hell broke loose. You are just wondering, oh, what, what did we do? Maybe you eventually see the man. You say, ah, sir, can somebody not just play with you? He's not, I'm just playing. You know that kind of like, sir, <laughs> it's just like I'm, in my life. See, if you don't want me to, if you want me to be... See, if you want me to be beating this boy on your behalf, I will do it. Because what's my own? Do you understand? So yes. I'm saying that for us to see the weight of mm. the things that we've disobeyed. And we might not, we might think it's just, it has gone like that. You understand? Maybe God has forgiven me. Yes, God will forgive you. But the truth is there is something we have lost by mm. just doing that. There is an addition mm. that Holy Ghost, you know, because that thing builds faith. Now, because we hear a lot of faith, faith of the Son, faith of God, faith, you know, all manner of faith, faith of eternal faith, everlasting faith, you know, because we know faith in a lot of dimensions. Faith has sounded so much to us that we don't know that faith is something, is a, should I call it commodity, or is something very weighty in the spirit. Like when the Jesus speaks, you have landed something in the spirit. That's a contract in the spirit. Like you landed something big. Do you understand? Because faith journey is journeying from a realm that is higher than here. The Bible says faith comes like he has a leg. He walks from a realm that is everlasting. So it comes by hearing. So faith is not small thing. And all of those things that Holy Ghost is supposed to have in our lives is also to help us to, you know, the Bible says, build up yourself in your most holy faith. You see that word, most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. There's something about building up that Holy Ghost does for us. Faith to be added to us. Are we blessed? Yes, Amen. 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 So, the Holy Ghost does something of the giving of faith, part of the things Holy Ghost does. And all of those things would add to our faith. Imagine you, you are in a bus. It would be deeper than any other person that didn't have your experience. Do you understand? So when you come to church that evening, can you all hear me? Amen. We, we are now, sir. We lost you for a bit. Oh. Amen. Can you hear me now? Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, awesome. 
So I said something that, you know, Holy Ghost spoke to you and he said to you that you should leave that pole. You left the pole and the truck just hit the pole all of a sudden. And you enter fellowship that evening and Pastor Jeff started to sing. And one of the songs, they, they said, all of you to just flow in the spirit, sing to the Lord. And then the first thing you start singing, you are just shouting, Oh Lord, my God. You know, maybe Akan is now by your side, Wesley, and looking at you, why is Wesley just disturbing me with his own worship? You know, like the way you are shouting, How excellent is your name. It's like you hold the pole like this. No, <laughs> you know, something happened to you, actually. You understand? It's only you that know, knew that experience or that yes, experienced that thing that the Holy Ghost spoke to you. It was also hard to your obedience. You understand? Mm. You also look at, ah, man, I, I, I must keep obeying God because mm. ah, God just delivered me today. You will tell everybody, some people would hear your, your story. They might not really make sense out of it because it didn't happen to them. You understand? Mm. But you know what happened to you. So what it does for us is that that spirit also helps us. It guides us. It leads us. It delivers us. He protects us. Ultimately, he speaks to us. You understand? Tells us things, you know. So about the and all of that is for the work of redemption. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. And let me finish reading that word at that 17. It says, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. So I was saying it when you read Joel 2, that there's a way that there are people that can receive the Holy Spirit. Although God wants to pour His Spirit upon all flesh, but there is not for the world in a sense, but it's also for the world in another sense. Do you understand? So in a sense that He wants everybody to partake of it. If you can give your life to Christ and um, give your life to our Lord Jesus Christ, you get you can receive the baptism of the Holy, Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. So you can, everybody is meant to receive it. That will take us back to God. Meaning that anybody that does not have Holy Ghost is not going back to God. You see that song, we are going to God. You are not going anywhere. Mm. You are not going anywhere. You can get to heaven, but you will not go to God. You know why I said that? Because the thief by the side of Jesus did not receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But that day, he went to heaven. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. That doesn't mean that he got to God. Let's continue. Because they seeth him not, neither knoweth me, but ye know him. You know, at that point, he was telling them, ye know him. The reason is because they've worked with him. They've lived with him. They've been with him for three and a half years. He said, for he dwell with you. You understand? Because... <laughs> What everything Jesus was doing was not outside the Sovereign Spirit, was not outside the, the guidance of the Spirit, you know, everything Jesus was doing. So all the activities of Jesus was monitored, was conducted, was coordinated by the Holy Spirit. So, so that interaction also, the disciples have also interacted with it. Amen. Amen. He says, and shall be in you. That in you is after Pentecost, the fullness of Pentecost, sorry. And at the fullness of Pentecost, then it will come inside you. Isn't it great? 
Uncle Wesley, is this not yes. beautiful? That the third person of the Godhead is living inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. I liked one song that year. That I think it was last year that was released. Inside me, Yahweh is inside me. Oh, I like that song. I don't know whether you have heard of it. Inside me, Yahweh is inside me. Inside me, Yahweh is inside me. I love this song. So it's a reality, something you should love. When you wake up in the morning, you should wake up like that. Yahweh is inside me. He's living inside me. Something is inside you. That is something in you. There is something awesome in us. There is something mighty in us. There is something big in us. There is something. You carry God in a measure, in a way inside you. Is inside of each and every one of us. And it's something that, you know, Sylvia, I want you to decide. As I'm saying it, you should be you should be crying, come inside of me. As I'm even talking right now, it can rest upon you. You know, it's something beautiful. You know, it's something that we are enjoying. Some of us are not even enjoying it the way we ought to enjoy it. You know, and, you know, I pray that after this meeting, new desires. Amen. Amen. Let let me continue. So the initial work of the Holy Spirit at the new birth. So the work that Holy Spirit does at the new birth, he says there is a work of the Holy Ghost at the new birth, which engenders us to call to be called the children. God. I like that word. So it's Holy Spirit inside of us that makes God call us his own. You know, so there's a spirit in us that makes us to cry, Abba, Father. Do you understand? Apart from the fact that we have the spirit of Christ, but we also have the Holy Ghost. Mm. Amen. So mm -hmm. that's, that's huge. You know, God is awesome. God jams spirits inside of us. Jam Spirit of Christ, put Holy Ghost, John. As you can imagine. You know, as I'm talking about Holy Spirit, I feel like praying in tongues as if there's so much presence inside this space right now. You know, I just I just feel the spirits in this place. Can we just pray in the spirit? Amen. 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 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As in, we should enjoy this reality. You know, this, this, this is beautiful. Let me read on. He said, He quickens our spirits. Yes. You see, as the Holy Spirit quickens our spirit, as it is written in Ephesians 2, verse 1. He says, And ye are quickened who were there in trespasses and sins. So it means that the person that walked, that did that work of quickening is the Holy Spirit. You know, he's even the one that brought our spirit alive. Do you understand? He, he, he said, by helping our hearts to believe the gospel. He was the one. He was around. He was there. You understand? He's the one. He says, thereby baptizing us into the body of Christ. You understand? So everybody that has the spirit of, of Christ is one with him. Mm. When you have that spirit called Holy Ghost, makes you a member of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, also by him, we are all sealed unto the redemption of our souls and body. Holy Spirit, you are mighty. Yes. As in Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. We know that scripture very well. It's one of our main scriptures in this part. Um, let's just read it. Where's the reading for me? Ephesians 1. Uh, um, Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. In whom ye yes. also trusted, after mm-hmm. that he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of Holy promise. Holy Spirit of promise. Meaning that, that spirit is the spirit of eternal life. Gong, gong. <laughs> the promise here is eternal life. You understand? Is the one that sealed us for eternal life. You were sealed with that Holy Spirit. Meaning that, having Holy Spirit in you is a, is a manifest evidence or a sign that you are, you and I are ordained for eternal life. Or you and I are ordained for God's own very life. You see, God's life, see, a lot of times people think eternal life is a forever end. No. I will repeat it again. Eternal life is not a realm forever. Mm. Eternal life is more than forever. Mm. Eternal life doesn't have anything to do with forever. God is not trying to live forever. Do you understand? God himself is forever. God is the one that defines... If there is no God, we cannot be talking about forever. I don't know, maybe you can say. So eternal life is the life of God. God. The quality of life that God has is called eternal life. It's It's not everlasting life. Do you understand? So when you say forever, you can say everlasting is forever. But eternal is out of ever. There is no mm. ever there. There is nothing ever there. Is eternal, is unique, is distinct, is God's own life. I don't know, maybe you get what I'm saying. So that life is exclusive to God. That's why angels cannot look into it. So, but the spirit of promise also is in eternal life. Hmm. 
That's why it makes Holy Spirit different from ministering spirits. Mm. Do you understand? So his own quality of life is higher than the lives of angels. Is eternal life. So having this spirit, you are having the spirit of promise. So in, in each and every one of us, we have the spirit of promise. Isn't that beautiful? This is amazing. Read 14 for me, sir. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. Continue, continue. Unto the praise of his glory. Unto the praise of his glory. So there is a praise of his glory, which is salvation, right? So we know here that this is it. It says, is the earnest of our inheritance. Is the, it says, unto redemption of the purchased possession. So you see the work of the Holy Spirit. Let me not, you know, I know that that's, this part has been taught us well. So let's just go on and, um, but I just wanted to emphasize that spirit. That's why I want you to note that word, spirit of promise, spirit of promise. So, so if you if you have Holy Ghost in you, Holy Ghost is not just for to lead you away from accident and all of those. Those things are good. It's, it's also part of the promise of protection. But that is not the very promise of life or of eternal life which is also very important. So if anything Holy Ghost does for us is good, but we should always look for the best that Holy Ghost can offer. So the experience is called the birth, the new birth, or being born again. Every child of God has the Holy Spirit living inside of him. Yeah. What did I say? Every child of God. So what makes you a child of God is that Holy Spirit is in you. So anytime God looks at you, he looks like at a potential son. You mm. understand? So when he looks down, he says, ah, my spirit did here. So meaning that my spirit can bring this person to sonship. Do you understand? That's why you see Galatians, Galatians 4. It says, as long as the air remained in the child. He says, we'll be under two tongues. And don't forget, and Jesus talked about that two tongues. He said, the Holy Spirit of truth, he will guide you into all truth. So part of the things Holy Spirit does is that he guides. That mm. one guiding is like somebody that is a, is, is just like, well, it's like a parental kind of, you are under a, 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 a watch under the watch of a guardian for to raise you to become something that is in the heart of your dad. You understand, of my dad also. You know, so it's more like a teacher also. He's a teacher, he's a comforter, he's a guardian, he's, he's many things to us. Are we blessed this evening? Can we see First Corinthians once, uh, First Corinthians 6, 19? Yes, um, First Corinthians chapter six, verse What know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which of is the in Holy Ghost, which ye have, which ye have of God. God. Thank you, sir. Continue. And ye are not your own. 
I like that word. You are not your home. You know, it's like it's like a question. Say what? 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 Know ye not that ye or your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? You know, it's more like you get what I'm trying to say now. So when you hear flee fornication, verse 18, every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornication, sinned against his own body, his own body. Then what? And then you now move it further. Now that his own body is not his own. Hmm. It's the body of somebody of the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Holy Ghost owns your body, owns my body, owns our body. It's a which we have of God. Imagine you as a God, God as, as a God. Imagine somebody fornicating with the Holy Ghost. So anytime you want to go and fornicate, you carry Holy Ghost, there you are fornicating. That Holy Ghost is there. <laughs> Is a serious issue. Mm. You understand me now? As yes. in, you know, that there should be some level of fear for all of us that imagine God living inside me. You know, if somebody touched you anyhow, you are feeling someone start to sing, hey, hey, <laughs> inside me. Yahweh is inside me, oh. Yahweh one in me, oh. Like, don't cost me trouble. Because we can grieve the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You understand? You, you yes. get me now? Yes, sir. You just shout all of a sudden. Maybe you are just in a place and then you are hearing some spirit speaking. Just start to listen. Inside me, Yahweh is inside yes. me. Oh. You know, by the time you say that for like 50 times, you will remember that Holy Ghost is living inside of you. Amen. 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 God will help us all in Jesus' name. Amen. So, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I like that word. I like that word. I like it. The temple of the Holy Ghost. So God designed this body as a temple for Holy Ghost to dwell. So, so anybody that's not filled with the Holy Ghost, you are not using your body as your body is has not come into his destiny. Oh, this I like that word. Oh, Jesus. So one one of the Leap into your destiny. The first leap into your destiny. The first leap into your destiny is the Holy Ghost should be residing in your body. It's a great feat. You know, it's something to shout hallelujah for like, you know, be excited that I, you know, at times I admire and I like the way um, Pastor Chris Ayaki woman preaches at times. You know, you just hear him. When they say things like, you just hear him shout. You know, I need somebody to shout, hallelujah. You know, that kind of, you know, that excitement, you know. I'm not saying that that is it, but, you know, just that that excitement to just remind yourself, this, are, this is milk. 
when milk is coming in this way, you know, just excites you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you hear our daddy, Papa Egito, you hear him say what like that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost lives on the inside of me. Praise God. Oh, Baranta. Baga. And then they'll start dancing in the street. Gang, 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 gang. You know, just that excitement that Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. There's something about it that gives you a, it tells your soul something. Tells your soul. You know, it tells your mind. It, it does something to you personally. It brings you into the corridor of supernatural, the supernatural. That's what it does. When you begin to think like this, when you begin to acknowledge the presence of the Holy Ghost, it will bring you into a corridor. You know, you just begin to see the supernatural, the movement of the supernatural. When you know and you acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is inside of you, nothing can happen to me anyhow. No devil in hell can just touch my body anyhow. He has a way, he forms a basis of faith for our, our movement, even in the natural life. You understand? Even in our natural, our day-to-day life, it mm. has a way of, you know, passing an experience of the supernatural for us. You know, it can also help you to receive healing. Just knowing that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Lord, your word says, hallelujah, in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. And you are confessing it and saying to yourself, this is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The temple of the Holy Ghost cannot be afflicted. I rebuke every affliction. This is the temple of God. You know, just saying that alone, bet something in the spirit. And eventually you are here this evening and there's something, something is attacking your body in any way. Maybe there's an healing you are trusting God for. This is a word for you to say. Take it. This is your word that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And Satan is not allowed to perch on that body. And we rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Ashala baratas I Pastor, do you have it, sir? Let's have it, Pastor. Sorry, sorry. Yes. 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 Yes
If he'll say, Masima, how much it photo I make you to make you to make you to make you come into even the, the joy of my spirit, to make you come into the joy of my spirit, to bring you into the life of my spirit, to bring you, to bring you, to bring joy to you, to you, joy to you, life to you, even by my spirit. You want to come into experiences, even into dimensions, into knowings, into baptisms, into immersions of my spirit, of my spirit. You want to immerse your body, you want to immerse your body, to immerse you, to immerse you, to immerse you, to bring you into immersions into lives, into lives, lives, lives in the spirit. There's a life in the spirit. There's a life in the spirit. There's a flow in the spirit. Life, life, flow, flow, flow in the spirit. We should flow, should flow on you. We should flow in you to flow and keep flowing. I will yet flow, I will yet flow. I will keep flowing and flowing you, flowing you and over you and flow and keep flowing and keep flowing to bring you in into a, a, a drinking, to bring you into a wine, even to wind you up, to wind you, to bless you, to bless you, to bless you with my spirit, with my spirit. Take note, take note, take note of new season, new experiences, which I will bring to you, even by my spirit, to make you know my spirit, to make you know, to make you know, for to give you, I will give you, I'm giving you, I will give you, I will bless you with my spirit, spirit, flow, more flow, more flow, flow for life. For life, for life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Now, to hear my spirit, I'm making, I'm, I'm bringing this consciousness forward. <laughs> come into the things that have been freely given to you and for you to enjoy the, the level of peace, even at the base. Even at the base, to enjoy peace at the base, to enjoy the peace. To enjoy mm -hmm. peace. And I'm using this even as a tool of healing, tool of healing, 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 healing your body, healing, healing of your body, your body. Mm -hmm. Heal your body. Heal your body. Your body is the 
I want to heal your bodies. I will heal your bodies. I will heal your bodies. As you fellowship with me, as you fellowship with my spirit, I will heal you. I will heal you. I will heal you. I am healing you. I am healing you. Amen. I have healed you. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. If you are trusting God for your healing in your Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's continue. What is the baptism of the Holy Ghost? <clears throat> this is a supernatural experience that follows the New Testament. And also, I hear in my spirit that, um, you know, some of the things Pastor said, Pastor Bukumi, you are here, you are trusting God for the receiving of the Holy Ghost. I hear my spirit. I have given you that spirit. It's coming upon you right now. Wherever you are, receive it. Receive it. Sylvia, Silva, receive it. Take it. It is yours. Receive it. In the name of Jesus, we release the baptism of the Holy Spirit upon you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. We have that the surge of the Spirit. Let there be a surge right now from your head to your toe in the name of Jesus. Receive Amen. it. Receive it. Receive it. Take it. It is yours. It is yours. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is a supernatural experience. You know, I was talking about bringing us to the corridor of the supernatural. So this is the supernatural experience that follows the new path, which all believers should experience for further initiation into the realm of God. Like, you know, I'll tell you my experience. I gave my life to Christ on Sunday, and I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost on Monday. Besides, you can give your life to Christ the same day and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost the same day. Is not, is already here, is an initiation, is something that every believer must experience. And I thank God for that scripture we read, Joel 2. He said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And that was, that was, I said, it shall come to pass. It was like something that would happen. And we saw in Acts 2 that it happened after the Pentecost was fully come. And afterwards, the Holy Ghost has not left. So he's, he's, he's here and he's always with us and he's in us. I like the way Jesus explained it to them. He said, he's with you. He will dwell with you forever and he will be in you. You know, I like those words. He said, for he dwells with you already and he shall be in you. That word shall means that it would, it's in the future that is very, very soon. Do you understand? It's a soon future, which happened in Pentecost. And we're able to see it in Acts, that that thing that Jesus said that was with them, you know, entered into them and they became carriers 
of the Spirit. And the, but the ultimate purpose of the Spirit is to make them witnesses, right? To also make them witness, to carry the divine nature. God. Let's continue. To be baptized means to be dipped into. You know, thank God that we've learned about baptism. But furthermore, means that, you know, when they say baptism of the Holy Spirit, it means that to be dipped into the Holy Spirit, even further, even after the Holy Spirit is in us, you know, we are also, also supposed to be dipped into the Holy Ghost. So we can also say the Holy Ghost too is a, is a massive ocean, massive sea that we can be dipped into, you know. And anybody that, you know, experienced that sea, you know, uh, is a great experience that all of us should desire. But let me continue because of my time. I don't want to. Over, overwhelmed, it says to be baptized means to be dipped into, overwhelmed or soaked by something. Such is the description of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It is a supernatural, is the supernatural overwhelming presence of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I remember the day I experienced this. You know, this is my whole story. Let me just give you a little bit of my story. As in my story was, I had this background as a Catholic boy, you know, that served the father at the altar, and, you know, did a lot of Catholic stuff. And we have a way of protecting our our Catholical diocese or Catholicism, you know, that we protect it so much that, you know, we used to sing this song in those in that year. I don't know if you are a Catholic here, you know that song. We are honoring Mary, we are honoring, we are honoring Mary, never worship her. People say we worship her, not at all. Everybody join the chorus. chorus. No, no. I see my, my people here. Ah, I'm a Mary. You know, we protect this with our lives. Like Mary, ah, don't touch Mary. You understand, you know. But I remember when I got to school and I gave my life to Christ. The reason why I gave my life to Christ was because I didn't want to go to hell, actually. You know, so I I don't just like that idea of fire. As a somewhere, it just it just my mind like it's like I just like myself somewhere. You know, and then the person that was even preaching does not make it, it didn't make it really fun. He said you there is no fine boy in hell anymore. <laughs> if there is if there is going to be a fine boy award, some other people will have collected it before you get there. You understand? As in, the guy was just watching us. I was just, I was so, I was feeling so bad. Like, ah! and the way I'm going, I know that is there. That is very sure. You understand? <laughs> I <you> just do. <laughs> the last, last, say, ah, I don't think I escape this hell something. With all this, the way this guy, don't, don't lift out. Say, you are fornicating. You are lying. You are a liar. You are lying. <laughs> Uh, good to hear. I was like, guy, yeah, this is sure. <laughs> you know, some people that doesn't think like before they lie, it's just natural, wired with brain. Does they talk? You go, they call we call it OJ. You understand in Yoruba? OJ is like, you know, you just drop the banger, you just drop it. Everybody must eat it. 
like you know there is no way you have to you have to uh, she understand that's what we use those days now that you go and used to toast girls you know just give that girl she just drop it left right center ah the lady will just be lying and my daddy is just somebody that is a very you know he does this he does that we have this in our house this one that all the things that you have never let me leave that story so <laughs> So as the preacher was going that day, I knew it that this is my time. You know, and my mom has been warning me, talking to me that all oh, these your brothers, the way they are going, I don't want your own life to go like that. You know, if there's anything you have to you give to me, just be close to God. If there's anything, I say, okay, I will be close to God. But if God can just give me some chance to do other things. I never knew that I was being set up for destiny. You know, the great destiny in God. And I responded that day and I came out, gave my life to Christ. But, you know, my ways was, were still intact. It's not because the guy convinced me that this is your one chance. If you give your life to Christ today, so that day I entered one chance. Somebody say one chance. I like cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your one last chance. If you don't enter this train today, you don't know what will happen tomorrow. <laughs> I was just like, God, okay. So I entered that one chance that day. And then I thought that was it, that, okay, you know, because a lot of mm -hmm. us still think like that. If I give my life to Christ, maybe I'm even giving my life to Christ. <laughs> that maybe, you know, but it, it wasn't supposed to end there. So the brother that preached, um, they, 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 they told us to meet the evangelism court. Funny enough for me, the evangelism court was a brother that lives in my house that, I saw one night, the time I moved to that house, I was reading his Bible. And my mom said I should get close to him. I said, ah, See, this guy, you started to monitor me. Because the truth is, I really wanted to be free. I remember the night I got to school, and then I have this one small radio cassette, and then I played, you know, Craig David of that year. You know, that year, it was Craig David I was reading in the university then. Just put it Monday. He just had to dance. Sorry that I'm saying, I just... Eh, I was just dancing that Tuesday. Ah, I was just happy that hey, I am here. Like, mommy, come and go, you know. I'm no more mommy's boy. Like, I just want to, I just want to flex. I never knew that, you know. And that guy was reading Bible. And my mommy says I should get close to him. And I was thinking, I get close to this Bible. All these Bible people, they will just be disturbing your life. Yeah. Uh, you're not open to be the evangelism court again. He was like, oh, God, how am I going to survive this guy? <laughs> so he came to me and he told me, ah, bro, Paul, you live in my house now. Yeah, awesome. So we'll see now. At least you're giving your life to Christ. Now let me just attend to these other guys who will see in the house. We have some time to talk again. I was saying in my mind, don't see me. Leave me. <laughs> ah. I all this church thing. I don't want to enter. Let and I put on my rosary. So I told him, I said, sir, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. Like, I have a church. He says that I came to this church today. After you have given your life to Christ and you are now thinking of taking it back, you get like, how can I take it back now? And like, he's like, they have cornered you. Like, somebody is just around that will not allow you to take it away. Like, you know. So we got home and he told me, he said, there's a prayer meeting the next day that would like me to come to that prayers in the morning. 
and I asked him what time. He said like four thirty a.m. I said, ah, when I'm not working with vigilante, as it, how will I be working that kind? Of, as I don't do that, I don't pray like that, like four thirty. Well, I who did I offer? Like bros, no now. Cause we do it like seven o'clock or something, you know. He was like, no, 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 don't worry, I'll wake you up. Like 4.30, as in, sir, you didn't hear what he said. He said 4.30, yes, that's what I said. Lo and behold, he came, 4.30, picked me, as in, knocked my, my window till I opened the window. I opened my door. Like, he did it, he was persistent, stood there knocking, 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 knocking till I opened. And then I came out reluctantly, went for the prayers. I remember during the prayers, they started praying, Lord, make us an end time army. I can remember vividly. They were walking. They were praying in tongues. At Javaroka, end time army. In the name of Jesus, soldiers for Christ. Soldiers for Christ. Soldiers for Christ. I was like, me, I don't want to be a soldier. I don't know which kind of prayer meeting is this. Why would they bring me to this kind of prayer meeting? Eh? Like, I don't want to be a soldier for Christ. And so what I did, Wesley was that I now took my rosary. I started praying, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed are thou amongst women. You know, I just like, you know, Mary, mother of God, pray for us now. Now they are for death. Amen. I was just doing that. And they kept praying. was So it was obvious that I was the only one on out. Everybody was looking at me. Me too, I was looking at them. Like, what's this? What are you doing? Day to day, are looking at me. Who is this guy? That cannot press into the spirit. Like, uh, it's just dulling us. You know, maybe somebody just shout, I like a double, you just shout, Hail Mary, full of grace. I'm a rascal somewhere in my soul. You know, like, what's happening here? I don't know this. And, you know, I was really, really protecting that thing. Like, no, he's Hail Mary, he's Mary. And then all of a sudden, after they finished all the prayer, we prayed to like 7 a.m. in the morning. They all just came to me, that brother, I hope you enjoyed the prayer. I was just like, enjoy what? Like, I didn't enjoy anything. Who do I want to be so just for Christ? And then all of a sudden, he just, one of the brothers just spoke to me. That brother, that evangelism brother, said, brother, I really like, I would like to pray for you. You see, there is this Holy Spirit. When it comes upon you, I was like, oh my God, this who that wants to relate people. I've started again, you know? <laughs> Have you, have you had that experience before you went to a church and then you have made up your mind? They rake me today. They push me on the floor. If you rake me, I'll stand up back. You know that kind of stuff. And then <laughs> and then he started talking to me and said, you know, Holy Spirit can come upon you. It was given in the days of Pentecost after you give your life to Christ. And all of a sudden, he just said, let's hold hands. And then that was the last thing I knew. The power of God just came upon me. It was, it was like somebody hit me with something mm. hard. I just fell down. I was like, no. Mm. As in my experience, I just shouted, no, 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 no. All of a sudden, I just saw, I just entered into trance. All of a sudden. And then I began to see things in the spirit. You know, I just saw, I began to see things, angels, things. I was just seeing things. I started shouting, God is here. God is here. He's real. He's real. He's real. And I told me, pray, pray in tongues. I was just hearing as I was shouting in the real. I didn't know when I was start shouting. Hey, ba, ba, ba. Hey, ba, 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 ba. 
hey, bah, 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 bah. it was more like egg bamio egg bamio that that was my cry in the street like hey have mercy on me have mercy on me you know that kind of a cry that says i've commonized the things of god in my mind in my soul it was a it was a reality that only me know and i cried i was just crying i was just crying i was just wailing i was just wailing this god this god this god this god this god who is this god god show mm. me who you are show me your face who are you you know there was that great experience i can tell you that experience that day was the day i started preaching that day I left that place I didn't know bible but it got me into something it make me more inquisitive it makes me want to know god like this is an experience something happened to me today you know that was the day I was giving back to in the spirit because I've given my life to Christ several times and I've taken it back but you see that day that experience Wesley I knew or something happened to me. I entered into a bus. The guy that was sitting beside me gave his life to Christ because of my the way I was acting. I was acting weird. I was <laughs> like, yeah, you know that God is real. Do you know God is real? Do you know God? God should. He came to me today. I saw him today. <laughs> the guy was just looking at me. He was like, okay, okay, I know God is real. I said, you must give your life to him today. If you don't give your life to him today, I'm not leaving you, my brother. <laughs> we have this because ah, everybody must have this experience. You know, after that experience, we still had some other experiences that we are crying for people literally. Like we would walk up to people and then we we'll hold them like this and we'll be crying for them until they give their life to Christ. As in, it was such an experience that was real. I'm trying to paint this experience to make you know that you can be soaked. You can be overwhelmed with that presence of the Holy Ghost. And it can baptize you and you can speak in tongues. Another one was our, one of our sisters here. She's here now in Saskatoon. We were in school together then. But we prayed for her. She didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Like she has received it. But there was no drama when we finished praying for her. She went home. Immediately she stood before a mirror. That thing hey. just hit her from the mirror. She just started rolling in her room. Yeah, only yeah. hmm. she started praying in tongues. Nobody was there for hours. She was there crying. You know that with groaning hmm. that cannot be altered. And when she now saw us at church, she ran to us and said, "Bro, Paul, bro, Paul, they used to call me bro, Paul. Then have received it. Have received it." I can pray it now. That's the experience of the Spirit. Hmm. Speaking with unknown tongue is an evidence of the overwhelming presence of the Holy Spirit called the infilling or the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It is the initiation of our soul that was the day they initiated my soul or our soul by the spirit into the supernatural realm of the Godhead. Isn't that beautiful? That's why yes. so start to be hungry. 
you know, that's well. Like they just they just dug a well in the soul. Just be hungry. Just looking for God. Just and that it has to be channeled well. That's why you need to meet right pastors. Some people they will feed them with religion immediately. They will feel that that test, that hunger, that presence, that thing that happened, that experience, they will color it with religion. And that person will like, you know, will be like times two a child of hell. Instead of experiencing the overwhelming presence from one level of light or one level of glory to another level of the glory of the Holy Ghost. You know? Amen. Are we blessed this morning? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Is it, mm. is it worthwhile? Is it worthwhile? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we can enjoy this manifest presence. We can so tongues. I would I'll still get there, but you know I just want to mention something so that we can go with some of these things. Tongues is not ordinary. It was something that happened to you the day they initiated your soul into the realm of the supernatural or the supernatural realm of the Godhead. You when I started praying in tongues, I started doubting it. At some point, I started doubting it. I'll pray in tongues. I'll feel like it's me that is, is thinking it. It should be I'll think even that when I hear somebody's tongue, I'll speak that tongue and I'll feel ah, I'm speaking the person's tongue. I should speak my own tongue. <laughs> then, I, then I went to my mentor and he said something to me that year. He said, ah, say, anytime you doubt it, pray more. Do 30 minutes again. You know why? Because you are eating the devil hard in the realm of the spirit. He's, he's being tossed by your tongue. That's why he's telling you. How I, I many of us have seen some of this Mount Zion movie that year? There was one Mount Zion movie that they did that year. What was the name of this Mount Zion movie? Oh, I am Atanga. Hmm. I am Atanga. What's the name of that movie? I want to remember that. Adaranda. Adaranda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You see that Agbar Allah, you see the devil. The way the devil will stand at the back of someone. I like that drama. You would think that you are the one thinking. It will just be there. You see my brother, my brother. You can decide to go to Ilumu Oleru, but there is nothing in Ilumu Oleru. It's a dry land, my brother. You understand me now? You understand all your certificates. You will not be able to use it for anything. You understand? And there is a way he's doing his head. If you watch the movie, eh, let me turn on my video. Yeah, some of you can see the way that we do this. Can you see me? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Awesome. So, so the devil just be doing his head like. <laughs> <laughs> round round somebody's head. So when you are trying to pray in tongues, you just tell me what are you saying? You are talking Pastor Jeff tongue. You just said Bulala. Is Ulala your own tongue? <laughs> Maybe you are not speaking the tongue. You don't say Shabalala. Ah, Shabalala is 
one South African player. You know, you are the one. <laughs> you are just saying not. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is happening? Second is just playing with your mind. He's playing with you. He's a liar. See, he's not in the Shabalala. He's not in the Ulala. He's in the effect. Is hmm. in the effect of the of what you are doing, because that thing is a function of faith. The other is not about what you said or what you did not say. Is also because you have been initiated into a realm, and God said so. There is nobody, there is nothing you will do that will please God that is not rooted in faith. Do you understand? So. Even if you say shablala, blah, 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 After a while, Holy Spirit will take it and use it. So there is something that would happen. It would actually bring down the supernatural to your domain. That's what it's going to do. It would culture your atmosphere. It would align you to the Spirit. You know, that's why if you read, is it Jude? He just said it's your most holy faith. He's a praying in the Holy Ghost. He's a building up yourself. Ah, it's not me that said it, it's you that said it. So yeah. nobody should hold me to it. Like, even if you say it's a higher dimension, it's a higher dimension of it in the dimension of the Godhead, I know. But you can start in the lower dimension of the lower dimension of the Godhead. Of mm. it. Do you understand by? After a while, you start saying Bibian, 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 Bibian. There may be something happening to Bibian as at that time, or something wants to happen to Bibian, and God will take your mouth and take care of Bibian in the spirit. He will take care of your children in the future. There was a message I was listening to. The woman said she prayed in tongues so much that she didn't know that she was already praying for are children that were unborn. Mm. And when she gave back to those children, the Lord said to her, he said, you prayed so much for these children. He said, me, when? He said, those times that you labor in the spirit, praying the Holy Ghost. He said, me, really? So a lot of things will be settled in the spirit. That's even for your children. Some of us, you pray for your salvation. There are some things that were supposed to hinder you from entering into certain things. And just because of praying, so when they gather us together and say pray in tongues, at times they might Pastor Jimmy, Pastor Tolu, I see them a lot, but they lead prayers. And some of other pastors there, Pastor Wesley and all of you. When you lead people in prayers and then you start to talk and say, you know, today we are praying for God's mercy to align into the redemption, for the redemption of the purchased possession, or for to rapture the wind that is singing the song in the book of Revelation. You know all of those things. And people start praying. You are praying for that, but yet God knows that naturally you might not want to pray because of your, your feeling of if I pray for just things that are carnal, I am carnal. You understand? Maybe something mm-hmm. God needs you to, to badge another job that would help your salvation work to be faster. You, you feel that the job you are right now is a dealing. 
you understand. It's just your own feeling. You might God is not giving you the killing, but you have accepted it as a feeling. But as you are praying in tongues that Pastor Tolu led you, that is in the third dimension of the third realm of the innermost place. Mm. God will begin to use even your tongue as you are praying it. They will take out of it and say, you know, because the Bible says when you pray like that, you pray the will of God. Another mm. scripture says it in 1 Corinthians 14. He says, you pray directly to God. He say, how be it in the spirit? You pray mystery or you speak at mystery. So the mystery, in the middle of the mystery, because he said, no man understands you, including Satan cannot understand you. So in the middle of the mystery, God will hide things into it that will help you land in the realm of the dimension of the redemption of the purchased possession that God has proposed for you. Because hmm. all of you, your natural life, the accumulation of it, has something to do with your eternal redemption. Amen. Your children, where you yes. all of those places. And at times, you might just feel, I don't need to pray for them. Your husband, the person you marry, all of those things, it has something to do with your eternal salvation. But you know, yeah. all we are focused on, and God knows, and God likes it, is the one that gave us instruction that we should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But he has also given us a promise there. He said, all the things that the Gentiles seek after shall be added. So you don't know, as you are praying those prayers, God will begin to align it with that scripture. And then will be achieving all of those things for you. That this is what my, my my son, my daughter is doing. But as a result of this, because you have to ask him, you have to seek and you have to knock in all of the realm. And God will now use all of those things to take care of us. So we should not commonize, you know, what the Holy Spirit has come to do for us. It's a massive work. It's a massive grace. It's a massive mercy. You know, it's a great mercy. Amen. And these things can can even overwhelm us. We can be soaked in it. We can be raptured in it. The, you see, the, the Bible says something in the book of Romans. It says, it says you are in the spirit. It says, because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Absolutely. I like that. I like the fact that uh, Paul says, I am in the spirit. Meaning that I can be in the spirit 24-7. Yes, even when I'm, when I'm laughing, when I'm watching movie, I am in the spirit. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost dwells on the inside of me. Do, do you understand? What makes the Holy Ghost to, what makes me to be in the spirit is because I have the spirit of God dwelling on the inside of me. Mm. Do you understand? There was a day yes. God gave me an analogy. He said that when, when, when dog wakes up, he doesn't need to think before he barks. He just mm. barks. It's because of the life that is inside of him. He doesn't need to try to bark. You understand then? Dog doesn't need to try to do the doings of dog. It does it naturally. That is what mm. is called a supernatural life. It does it, you know, mm. it just does it. That is, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about us in that process. Yes. You yes. can live your life. So God wants to align us to align with the spirit that is inside of us on a regular basis. Some of you, God will tell you before you leave the house, make sure you pray, obey it. Before you do this, do it. If you forget, when you remember anytime, enter spirit straight. Don't think that, hey, I have now, uh, now committed sin. Oh, Holy Spirit told me that I should I should pray when I was at the Anytime I'm at the door, now I'm inside my car. My brother, you see the spirit. Pray and stop thinking. Mm. Do you understand? Stop thinking. That's 
that's the zone that Satan wants to get you into. You understand? If you have to think about anything, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things hmm. are righteous, whatsoever things are good, he said, if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, I'm just paraphrasing that scripture. He said, think on these things. That's what pleases God. Don't think on any out thing. I didn't pray. Holy Ghost, tell me some pray. Start to pray. I do the theater. Satan, get out of here. Just tell him. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a lawless guy. Just, he just like to enter into our mind anyhow. And just start, the Bible says, come through window. He just want to enter anyhow. Guy, just, he rock deadly. He's a, you, have you seen area boys before in Lagos? They just come by your window. Baba, you know how to now. Give me call you. Just a kind of come on, talk. That's how to deal with Satan. You submit yourself to God, you resist the devil, and then he flees for you. Don't give him that moment of, you know, and he likes moment of pity, pity party. You're, you're hmm. dead. He will be helping you to wrap it. He will be doing like that guy. I am a tanga. He does a dream. He said like this. Oh, guy. He will blow in breeze on your thoughts. How many of you have rats? You know, we that lived in Nigeria very well. You have lived in the hostel in Nigeria. And then you sleep on the ground. Then you just see rats eating your legs. And then blowing breeze on the leg. Hey. And they are sleeping the sleep. You know that something is chopping you. But it's sweet. Hey. You understand? Then it's not sweeting you. If they are blowing the breeze on your leg and he's chopping it, he's sweating. That's how Satan does. He just be blowing breeze on the thoughts. Hmm. As you are thinking, you are pitying yourself. You know, pity, pity party can sweet. You are, mm -hmm. hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. If you now have somebody that doesn't have spirit, now come and meet you in that situation. Uh, hey. You are done for. You are done for. And they are telling the person, see, I see the problem. Hey, my brother. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let us cry. Let us cry. Just like the way people cried with David. They cried and cried. They, see, there was no strength again inside them. You know, don't worry. Like you cry and you cry in shopping. You can't cry again. Sit and like that. Say that, you know, cry to stupor. Mm. You understand? Rather, enter the spirit. Enter the spirit. I'll round up with this. The works of the Holy Ghost at the new birth and the baptism at and the, at the baptism of the Holy Ghost are two distinct experiences. The former is for the salvation of our spirit. And the second, which comes with the evidence of speaking with tongues, is an invitation to our soul to come into the realm of the spirit. Amen. So the realm of the spirit is vast. The realm of the spirit is large. And we would, we would move from one level of the water of that spirit to another. We saw that in Ezekiel. But yet we are already in the spirit. I want to establish this for those of us that already have the spirit in us. We should enjoy this thing. We should enjoy, I call it this thing. You know, not because of that I'm commonizing it. I want you to see that a thing that God has given you to enjoy the supernatural. It's not just a thing, it's a person. It's a person you can fellowship with. It's a person you can talk to. Do you understand? You can literally ask Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, what do you think about this matter? Do you understand? It might not answer you immediately. You just find out that it will begin to, you just see answers to that issue. 
like something happened today. My wife forgot her phone uh, at home and then she left, you know, she left for work. And we have a Guinness Book of Records today that my wife, in a long while, you know, uh, was without her phone for at least, I think, about eight to nine hours, you know, um, all through the day. And she, and it was recorded that we went to the old school time whereby we used to mail ourselves that year. You know, we send mail the year whereby there was Yahoo Messenger, you know, and uh, emails, and, you know. So she sent me mails. We were just doing mails back and forth. And then she was the one that even told me this, that it's going down in history today that I was without my phone for hours, you know, and I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is a great fit. So I think I need to try it one day, you know, and... And that being said, we came back home. She was looking for this thing. She looked for it. She looked for it. She looked for it. Not because I'm just using it as an example, though. You know, not because, you know, my wife is a very spiritual woman. Very, very spiritual. As in very, very. Besides, at times, I wonder if I'm spiritual at all. You know? She's the one that corrects my head every time. Right now, you know, pastor, Eloka Bible. Go and read your Bible. Pastor, you are a pastor. Go and read your Bible. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, you are blessed if you have that kind of a wife, you know, that tells you, Pastor, go and read your Bible. Because in Bible, there is life. Hmm. You understand? Eh? So don't, don't over-ref it and say, you know, it's not about the Bible. It's not about, you have to read Bible. You understand? Forget that it's not about the Bible. It's not about the Bible. Because what we only go through is Bible. Yes, we use Bible. Yeah, so it's not about the letter. The Holy Spirit never told in the Bible, they never wrote it's not about the Bible. They say the letter killeth, the spirit giveth life. It means that in the letter there is spirit. So hmm. it's, it's by searching it that the spirit will appear to you. I was saying it yesterday in and if you have the right time, and under the surveillance of the spirit that we already have said, under our parents, you know, it is so beautiful that we are so much covered that we can fetch light from scriptures. You know, I was saying it yesterday. I said, Bible doesn't just want you to read. Read it or read him or read them because they are them inside this Bible. Mm. You know, they also want to read us. Mm. They want to draw us into a, their own world or they want to drag us. Let me use that image. Drag us into their world. They want us to be lost in their realm. So they are spirit. This is, this is a world of spirits. You know, and it's Holy Ghost that you know, you know, you, you saw it in it says in Corinthians, first Corinthians 3, verse 18, where he was talking about um the image of God. We've been uh, let me read it so that um, I know it, it just ran away all of a sudden at times. Some of those things just second Corinthians 3, sorry. Second Corinthians 3, verse 18. You can read for me, Wesley, if you are there from me. He said, but we all, we are there. He said, okay, now this, the Lord is that spirit, verse 17. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty to engage the world of the spirit. Liberty to enter into the supernatural. That's the liberty. It's not liberty for frivolity. Not liberty for lascivious, lasciviousness. The liberty of the spirit is to bring us into their world. You understand? So man has, has been disengaged from the world of the spirit or the Holy Spirit or the spirit of the Lord. You understand? So this is the new liberty to engage. 
verse 18 says, But we all with open face beholding in the glass the, the glory of the Lord have changed into the same image, glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So you see what the Spirit of the Lord does? It changes us from glory to glory as we behold us in a glass. What's that glass? Is the Word, the Bible. Inside this Bible is the glass. Um, James interpreted it by calling it the mirror, you know, the mirror, the law. And that was where he talked about the law of liberty. So they can also see liberty, liberty. But I'm not preaching tonight. I'm just using it as reference. I just wanted to touch it. And then what was I saying before I moved there? I wanted to round up with something. Wesley, oh yeah, remind me. Yeah. Uh, I was so, talking about we are engaging our spirit, right? Yes. Okay. Tell me. You were the last example you were giving says your with your my wife, thank you. Yes. I closed my Bible, so let me round up there. So, you know, and then we got home and then we're looking for um, the phone and then she was looking for it and then she... The, the truth is, you know, we are so unique. My wife and I are so unique, so beautifully unique. We, we are so blessed. Like, um, anytime I'm alone, I just, you know, like, God gave me a very beautiful and amazing wife. Like, you know... She waits for me at times to come and look for some of those things for her. And it's beautiful. Anytime I think about it, I just like, you know, it's good to have somebody that, you know, I, I pride myself to say that, you know, at least if I cannot do anything for my wife, so that, are you hearing me? At least I can, I can help you get the things that you are looking for in this house. <laughs> <As you mean. laughs> Wesley, see, I'm, at least I should be giving our word. You understand, <laughs> you know. Some of us, at least, we know how to do something. If we can't do plenty things, you know, you know, everybody's unique. I'm just joking. So, you know, I just came back and there, but this is my secret. She kept telling me, sweet, I've been looking for this thing since I've searched everywhere for it. So I went into the kitchen and then everywhere. I was like, God, Holy Spirit, I need to see this thing show me where is it and that's what i do most of the time show me it's also a law in our house though you know she does it too but i'm just saying that today maybe she was also overwhelmed by i want to see that thing and all of that but i came in and then instead of me because even that small thing can cause while in the house you you don't know how satan can work say sweetheart i put it here i put it here i put it here and me i'm of this opinion that if you put something somewhere that's where you should see it you see that transaction can cause problems because that's the way we were raised. You don't come into the house and say you are looking for something. I tell my dad, daddy, I'm looking for something. My dad will tell you, where did you put it? Anywhere you keep it, go and bring it out from there. Don't disturb anybody in this house. The others, you should be responsible mm. for where you keep stuff. So I was like, ah, I said that first and I said, God, just show me where it is. And you, if you know where it is, we, we might not see it maybe when she wants to put on a cloth, maybe by Friday or Friday, and she's going to work again and she's looking for clothes. Because in the midst, in the midst of clothes. But the Holy Spirit led me there and said I should go there. And then when my wife said, how did you get, how did you even get there in the mm -hmm. first place? He never remembered that she even kept it there. I'm just saying this to say that, to round up, to tell us that as small as a phone is in the house, you can lose life with that transaction and you can gain life 
by just engaging the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then that enhances life to us. You know, can we just begin to thank Jesus this evening? Thank you, Jesus. Can we can we thank you for utterance, entrance, yeah. great yeah. mercy? Oh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.